Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to the breakfast show. Singaporeans love to invest in property, not just locally, but also across borders. Johor Bahru, the most southern state of Malaysia, is also on the list. Positioned just across the border from Singapore, JB has become an enticing destination for property acquisition, offering a myriad of compelling reasons that captivate the attention of savvy investors. The catalytic progress of the RTS link, coupled with the strengthening Singapore currency and the specter of inflation, has amplified the appeal of JB as a promising hub for financial growth. As we delve into the motivations behind Singaporeans considering property in JB, we want to find out more about the economic opportunities, potential returns and strategic advantages that beckon investors to explore and capitalize on the dynamic real estate landscape of Johor Bahru. And to help us understand all of this, we welcome Chia Zijin, Principal at CRA Valuers and Realty Consultants. He's also the Southern Representative of the Malaysian Institute of Estate Agency. Mr. Chiao, welcome to the show. How are you? Yeah, good morning, uh, Ari and Emma. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Mr. Chiao. Yeah. From your years of experience, what are the key factors in Johor Bahru that make it particularly attractive for Singaporeans considering property investment? Actually, Johor Bahru or Johor is really quite familiar to Singaporeans because it's just only a cross-border, I mean, from Singapore. So there's a lot of similarity uh, in Johor Bahru to Singapore. Also, the Singaporeans are also quite familiar on the culture, living lifestyle in Johor Bahru. And also, they are, I believe they are quite often visit to Johor Bahru. Uh, even though they are not buying competition, but I believe they are always visit to Johor Bahru. And uh, they know Johor Bahru. Since the announcement of the Singapore-Johor RTS link and construction is underway, have you seen an uptick in interest from Singaporean investors in JB? Definitely. Even before the RTS is committed, uh, there's uh, quite a number of Singaporeans uh, inspired in JB. But with the RTS link now, more and more inquiry and also more and more investors, actually, they are considering JB uh, become uh, their home in, in their retirement home or maybe they want to have some some good lifestyle, then they come to Johor to invest their property in, in JB. Mr. Chia, you mentioned uh, people using it potentially as a holiday home or a retirement home. From what you've seen so far of the purchases in JB, do most people buy to stay or to invest? Um, both. They're both. Some of them actually invest. And they are also uh, invest for uh, for this current market. And maybe they, they think that they will use it in the future. Say that, okay, after maybe over five years, six years, when I retired, I want to stay in Jeho Baru, then I will take back my property from renting out, then I will use it for my own use in the retirement home. Or even uh, some of our clients actually, they do buy the property, but they only come up during a, a festival, during a weekend, or during a long holiday, they will come, come to Jeho Baru and stay over uh, with their family in, in Jeho Baru. Okay, so a mix of investors there. So for those buying to stay in JB, what are the visa requirements? How long can they actually stay there? Okay, for foreigners, uh, especially foreigners, they are allowed to stay in Malaysia. Uh, it's about 30 days. Okay, so actually okay, not, not that 30 long. 30 days, yes. But most of them, actually, they can embark to Singapore again and come back again to get an extension of 30 days. 
Okay, got it. So they can always extend yep. their stays. But for a better look at what yes. else to consider, you know, for the total cost of this investment, what are the property tax rates in Malaysia? How much does stamp duty cost for non-Malaysians? For the stamp duty, we're more referring to the transfer, to so-called maybe transfer. For the first 100,000, it's 1%. The next 400,000 is 2%. The next 500,000 is 3%. And the above 1 million, is, of course, it's 4%. So beside that, for foreigners to purchase property in Malaysia, they need to apply the state consent. It's an approval from the local government to get the approval where it's a 20000 or 2% of the transaction price, whichever is higher. All right, um, Mr. Chow, when it comes to purchasing property in JB, they talk about location being very key. Can you give us a, an idea of the RTS area? Uh, which area in Singapore does it compare with? With the RTS stations, uh, it seems like Jeho Baru, the Bukichaga station, will mm. be part of the Thompson Ecoslide. So it really can't compare to which part of Singapore, but it can compare to, we can say that it's part of the Thompson Ecoslide and one of the stations among this line. So it seems like a simple connectivity after Singapore Wooden North, then they take another station, then cross water to Jeho Baru, Bukichaga station. So that the connectivity is, um, the Singapore LT, uh, so Singapore MRT maps, it seems like it's linked. And if the bus is open, then and the travel become easier compared to now. They don't need to take a special transportation like the buses or, or any of the KTM train. But if they hold on to the MRT, then from the from any part of Singapore, they can travel to Bukit Station with a normal MRT practice. The only thing is they need to bring the passport and they need to clear the customs. That's all. Okay, got it. So for our listeners thinking of maybe venturing into property investment in JB, what are the fundamental guidelines that Singaporeans should be aware of before they bite the bullet and, and buy one of these properties? Okay, for Singaporeans to buy in JB, the first is they need to know the purchase threshold. It's a one million and above, uh, one million ringgit and above for property in Malaysia. But definitely some developments in Johor Bahru, they got a special approval where they are the developer in, in Malaysia, they are allowed to sell the property to foreigners with the selling price of 400,000 above. So with this special approval, the foreigner, not only Singapore, the foreigners can purchase from the developer with a minimum threshold of 400,000. Mm. But it's not for all projects, but it's a certain project approval. So, but it's across the board, it's about 1 million and above if they would like to buy from the scary markets or any normal properties. So they can, they can uh, purchase 1 million and above ringgit. All right, and I'm sure buyers will also have to navigate the legal framework and understand what the legal costs are. Mr. Chia, is investing in property, in your opinion, uh, in JB, safe and secure? What are some of the risks that are potentially involved? Investors always come with uh, risk. And what we know, uh, investors should know, is uh, high risk, high gain. So property investment, they come with risk also, but uh, the risk competitive is quite secure because uh, Malaysia is still using British law, so all the Registration of ownership, the physical property is there. So from the long term, uh, property investment in property is also considered a middle and long term investment. So for the long term wise, it's quite secure and also safe. It won't fit overnight, but at least we can ensure the ownership of the property is there. So across the time, the year pass, then the property will appreciate from the capitals. Okay, Mr. Chia, real estate encompasses many realms, right, from residential to commercial. So what types of properties are available for Singaporeans looking to invest in JB real estate? Singaporeans, they are investing quite various 
okay, from residential to industrial. Actually, they are they founded is uh, maybe they are called founded is quite familiar and also they might need they, they think that the Singapore will pushing factor in Singapore and the pulling factor in Johor Bahru then will uh, attract more and more of their friends in Singapore to Johor. That's why they they purchase not only for residential but they purchase from the residential to commercial and also to uh, industrial as well. And what specific areas in JB show more promise for property investment? What factors contribute to their potential growth? Now the hot area is more on the RTS area. Okay, we 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 call it a JB town. So there's also some of the investor of my actually they are looking at some area they are familiar for example Pekina, Austin, or even others area. For the first time buyer or those new generation, they are more focused on the RTS because now it's a hot cake across the. So they are now focusing a lot in Johor Bahru town, mm-hmm. where the Bukit Chala station uh, is located. Okay, and we always talk about return on investment. That's a key theme for potential buyers of any property. Could you elaborate on the potential returns that Singaporeans can anticipate when investing in JB? Mm, okay, well, for in return, it's not promising return, but throughout my, my experience with my clients, Actually, they can have about 2.5 to about 5% returns. For example, a uh, 1 million property is rented out last week is about 3,002 per month. So, equivalent is about 40,000 a year. So, it's, uh, the return is about 4%. Also, depends on the uh, location, based on the uh, renovation, uh, the, the furniture is provided uh, by the landlord. Uh, and also the, uh, the tenant demands to the property and the debt area as well. But I believe it's about 3 to 5%, or 2.5 to 5% is quite a norm for returns for, for Johor property investment. All right, thanks for the breakdown. We were exploring the allure of JB for Singaporean property investors and what we should consider before making these investments. Thanks, Mr. Chia, for joining us on the show. Have a great day. Thank you, Ori. Thank you. Thanks, Mr. Chia. We were speaking with Chia Zijin, Principal at CRA Valuers and Realty Consultants and Southern Representative of the Malaysian Institute of Estate Agents. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.